Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. It is Thanksgiving Eve. It is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, November 24th, 2021. So glad you're on today. Today we start 2 Thessalonians. It's just three chapters long, this little uh, letter of the New Testament. So we're going to do two chapters of it today and finish, finish the letter on Friday. There will not be a new po- podcast tomorrow, at least not for the uh, the, the daily podcast, the um, daily readings. Um, but as you know, I've got a couple things going on. I just, um, released last Saturday, the, uh, that my kind of my personal story of pastoral succession. And, um, by the way, a lot of really positive feedback on that. Thanks guys. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the emails, texts, uh, messages, just, uh, reaching out saying, Hey, really appreciate you sharing the story, all that kind of stuff. So thanks. Thanks. It's encouraging. Cause I was, as you may know, I was, a little bit of fear and trepidation because you know vulnerable is raw. So I was a little, a little fearful releasing it. But uh, thanks for the positive feedback and compliments and comments and suggestions and all those things. I thank I thank you for it. Um, and so <clears throat> with that um, are also some um, the the follow up to that are the leadership lessons I learned. And so I'm also releasing those in uh, in segments. And I did release the first of those yesterday, the first three lessons. So if you're interested in that, if you happen to have missed it, uh, if you can just go back through the, uh, the episodes, you'll see there's um, leadership lessons I've learned one through three or part one. Uh, there's going to be three parts to that. So there. So all that to say, tomorrow will not be a new uh, reading of the Bible um, episode, but I may release one of the other uh, lessons four, five, and six. So of course I got to record them first. <laughs> so, but, um, anyway, um, but again, thanks so much for all your encouragement and, uh, and, uh, thanks for being part of this podcast. Thanks for being part of this community. Love you guys. appreciate you. Um, so yeah, let's jump right into it guys. Let's just read the word of God and pray as we, uh, prepare our hearts for Thanksgiving tomorrow. And, um, and you know, nothing, no better way to, um, to prepare for that and to, to read God's word. And no doubt we'll be rem- reminded of things to be thankful for. Um, uh, how about f- for the word of God? <laughs> there, there's one. Let's just start there. Thankful first and foremost for God being sovereign and gracious and giving His wor- giving to us his word so that we can have guidance and direction and insight. So, yeah. Well, you know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. So let's do it. Second Thessalonians chapter 1. And we're going to do chapter 1 and chapter 2. All right. Paul, Silas, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace to you from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So, yeah, it's to the Thessalonians. He's praised blessing upon them. Verse 3, we ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more. And the love all of you have for one another is increasing. 
Wow, that's a good word for uh, for anybody, right? May that be true of each of us, that um, that our faith is growing more and more and that the love that we have for one another is increasing. Everything's up and to the right, guys. <laughs> if faith is growing and love for one another is growing, love for God, love for others, is they're both um, trending in the right direction. That's awesome. Verse four, therefore, among God's churches, we boast about your perseverance and faith in all the persecutions and trials you are enduring. So they're facing, as we mentioned uh, when we talked about First Thessalonians, you know, they, uh, they're facing persecution because they're worshiping Jesus and they're claiming Jesus as king of their lives, not Caesar or any other foreign entity. It's Jesus. And so they're facing persecution. He says, man, we talk about you guys. We talk about how you guys are in face of persecution. You just keep loving Jesus. And in face of in the face of uh, adversity, you're you're uh, you're growing more and more in your faith and your love for each other is just increasing. Man, that's great. How about I hope that for, that would be great for us, right? We may not, may not be going through the best seasons of life. Sometimes we go through difficult times, but for it to be said of us, you know what? They're not, they're having a rough time, but you know what? I tell you this, their faith is stronger and they are, uh, they've become more loving and gracious. Hey, that's, uh, that's awesome. Verse five, all this is evidence that God's judgment is right. And as a result, you will be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are suffering. God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you. Mm, somebody can't claim that today. <laughs> oh, yeah, God going to pay you back the trouble you causing me. <laughs> uh, that's what he's saying. He's saying, hey, you know, God, God, God loves his children. God loves all people, but he has a special kind of love for his children. God loves all people. And God blesses and gives favor to all people. He, he, he is gracious to everyone, but he has a special grace that he gives to his children. Yes. And he said, Paul says, he will pay back those who trouble you, verse 7, and give relief to those who are troubled and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels. He will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out of his presence, shut out of the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might on that day, on that day that he comes to be glorified in his holy people and to be marveled at among all those who have believed. Wow. I said, wow, because that's a long sentence. <laughs> Paul, Paul just had a massively wrong run. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty, uh, Consist. Paul does that. He'll do these long run-on sentences. First, let me read verse nine again. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His might on that day, on the day that He comes to be glorified in His holy people and to be marvelled at among all those who have believed. <laughs> Man, Jesus is. Jesus will set things right. You know, people say, I don't, you know, I, I, I like a loving God. I, I don't, I don't know about this God of justice. You don't, you, you, yes, you want a God of justice. God is not a God of love if he's not a God of justice. He's not. He's a sentimental um, figure of your imagination. If he, God is only a God of love and not justice. A God that does not make right, make things right, does, is not loving. It is not loving to keep things unfair. It's not loving. 
God is a God of love and justice, and on that day, he will make things right. You know, some people think, think, think that hell is about the fire. It's about the lake of fire. I don't want to burn. Well, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego were in a fire, and they were just fine. <laughs> what was the difference? The presence of God. Hell is not the 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 uh, the um, the awfulness of hell is not fire or brimstone. It's being away from the presence of God. It's where God is not, and heaven is where God is fully, and that's why they're radically different places. <laughs> Verse, uh, this includes you because you believed our testimony to you. Verse 11, with this in mind, we continually pray for you that our God may be, that our God may make you worthy of his calling and that by his power, he may bring to fruition every, your every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. Yeah. And I pray that for you. I pray that by God's power, he might bring to fruition in you every one of your desires for goodness and every one of your deeds prompted by faith. That's my prayer for you. That's my prayer for me. May God bring it to fruition, every good desire that you have. Verse 12, every deed that's prompted by faith, a little, you know, faith, like a a deed that you feel like, this is what I should be doing for God. May he bring it to fruition. Verse 12, we pray this in the, they pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you. And you and him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's all about Jesus. Verse, or chapter 2. See, just that quick. We're done with chapter 1. It's only 12 verses. Um, chapter 2. Let's do it. Now, this is going to be a little bit of a turn. This talks more about uh, those who set themselves up, and particularly uh, the man of uh, sin who sets himself up against God. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teaching allegedly from us. So apparently they're, you know, word spreading that Paul teaches this and he's saying, wait, 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 make sure you know what we're really saying, whether by a prophecy or by a word of mouth or by a letter, asserting that the day of the Lord has already come. So apparently some people have already said, Jesus already come, you missed it. (laughs) And Paul's like, well, no, 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 no. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. Hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of lot of uh, theories about that. Um, is that, you know, man of lawlessness, lawlessness, Satan, that he will be destroyed? Is that uh, the Antichrist, you know, capital T, capital A, um, is it a um, an antichrist, a an antichrist figure, um, and these folks uh, rise and fall throughout history um, that set themselves up against the purposes of God? Um, but obviously, here um, it's clear Paul's talking about you know end times, talking about you know as things start winding down. Um, so he says. Um, do, 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 do. Don't let anyone deceive you anyway, for the day will not come until the, re- the rebellion comes and a man and the man of lawlessness is revealed. Um, the man doomed to destruction. 
He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Hmm. Yeah, so that's just a man of lawlessness. You know, and in some sense, um, anyone uh, who doesn't submit to the Lord Jesus is a man of lawlessness because don't we do that? A person who does not know Jesus, don't they oppose and exalt and oppose the will of God and they exalt themselves over everything and they actually put themselves up as God, set themselves up as God? That's what it means to not surrender to the Lord Jesus is to set yourself up as God. Verse five, don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things, verse six, and now you know what is holding him back so that he may be revealed at the proper time. So Paul's like, there's a man of lawlessness. God's holding him back. Um, but, you know, he will be, he'll, 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 he'll be unleashed, set himself up as, as God. Um, now, whether Paul is thinking in the immediate, whether he's thinking in times, seems to me he's thinking in times here. Um, for the secret power of lawlessness is already at work. Okay, so the law of sin is already, lawlessness is already at work. That's not, uh, that's already begun. But the one who now holds it back will continue to do so until, until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed when the Lord Jesus will overthrow the breath of his mouth and destroyed by the splendor of his coming. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. Hmm. That's how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie and all the ways that wickedness de deceives those who are perishing. That's why, man, you can't, that's why you got to be really careful when you put your allegiance in people, man. I'm not saying the Antichrist is, you know, the, the Antichrist or an Antichrist is in the world today. I'm not saying that. It could be. I don't know. But what I'm saying is always, at all times, you can't put your hope in people. You can't start worshiping people. You can't start idolizing people who um, make, you know, act like they're above anyone else or above everyone else. There are many leaders in our world who act that way. And we as Christians, we got to be really careful, really cautious of those people. And it's uh, it's concerning when the church jumps on board with that, starts getting behind those that personality. Because it's, it's antichrist. It's an antichrist personality. It's an antichrist spirit. Um. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. And you see that today, man. Some people believe the lie. They just believe the lie. They believe the lie of the world. They just, they, uh, they believe, you know, whatever the world in its, wayward wickedness comes up with everyone's like yeah that's a great idea yeah mm -hmm, that's true you know you got your truth i got my truth we all got our own truth and we believe the lie <clears throat> that god is just loving there's no judge there's no judgment doesn't matter how i live i can just i can pick my own kind of religion i can just do whatever i want and there's no ramifications to that there's no ultimate judgment for that there will be no reckoning <clears throat> we believe that lie there is going to be a reckoning there is going to be accountability. There is truth. 
there is one to whom we are accountable. Verse 13. But we all, here we go. I'll switch gears a little bit. But we ought always to thank God for you. A little Thanksgiving word. God, thank you. I'm thankful for you. We ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord, because God chose you as first fruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through the belief in the truth. Wow. That's kind of cool, right? He's telling the Thessalonians, look, God saved you. You were kind of like the first fruits. <clears throat> You're like the first, 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 first batch <laughs> of people saved. And they were, right? They were the, among the first to be saved. But they were like the first fruits. Of, just think about the hundreds of thousands, millions, literally millions and millions of people now who've become uh, Christians. Uh, but the Thessalonians and that early, the early church were, they were the first fruits of those who would be saved. You know, schools like in our families, we can, if you, you know, maybe you're in a family where not a lot of people know Jesus. You might be the first fruit. <laughs> That sounded funny. You are a fruit, right? Like, yeah, you, yeah, you, like I'm, I'm fruit. I'm definitely the first fruit. <laughs> that's my, that's my role. I'm the first fruit. I'm the fruitiest of them all. Oh uh, yeah, you're the, you're king fruit, the first fruit. <laughs> you know, you can just tell your when you're sitting at your Thanksgiving table, maybe with all your unsaved family members, and you're like, you know what? You look around, you're like, yeah, but it's true. I'm the first fruit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in a real way, because spiritually, you can be the, the first, that first fruit among those in your family that could be saved. Claim that for your family. Pray that for over your family. Lord, that I might be the first fruit of my family. <laughs> Verse 14, he had called you to this through our gospel that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 15, so then brothers and sisters, stand firm. And hold fast to the teachings we passed on to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. You see, Paul's like he's he's raising the the authority of uh, the written word. Say so both the things we proclaim to you verbally in person, and also the things that are written down. Hold on to them. Stand firm. Verse sixteen. May our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father, who loved us and by His grace gave us. Eternal encouragement and good hope encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Amen. Wow, that's a beautiful little benediction there. It's a great little Thanksgiving benediction. There's another one you might want to uh, consider for uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 16. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope. Oh, I like that phrase, good hope. Mm, not a false hope, not an empty hope, not a meaningless hope, but a good hope. Yeah, that's what God gives us. Encourage your hearts and strengthen you. May he encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Mm, yes, that's awesome. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of chapter two. On Friday, we'll wrap up chapter three and the short letter of Second Thessalonians. So um, you know what we do right now? We pray. So let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you, my friends. Thank you for their their uh, their heart, their desire to grow closer to you and to serve you in this world. I pray your blessing upon them, Lord. And this year of Thanksgiving, this time of year of Thanksgiving, I want, Lord, uh, I, I, I just want to say that I am thankful for these friends. Lord, thank you for their encouragement. Thank you for their uh, friendship. 
Um, I am thankful for them, Lord. And I pray that you would encourage each and every one, that you would strengthen their hearts, that you would uh, encourage them to, uh, to do um, every good deed and word. Lord, uh, thank you that you love us and embrace us. God, help us to uh, be your hands and feet. Help us to, um, over these next few days, to be mindful of all the goodness that you've bestowed upon our lives. Help us to take inventory of your grace and your mercy and your kindness. And Lord, may we, may we, um, may we exude that, not just on the, over the next 48 hours, um, but may it become a, a regular um, characteristic of our lives that we are grateful people, that we are increasing in our faith and we are increasing in our love. We're increasing in our faith in you and we're increasing in our love for others. Lord, may that be true of us. God, thank you so much for each of my friends. May you bless each and every one, those who have special needs and concerns this holiday season. Uh, may you encourage them. May you bless them. May you provide for them in surprising and supernatural ways for the glory of your great name. We pray in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Uh, thank you for following along and uh, following along in these readings and being co so consistent this year in doing this. That's awesome. And uh, again, hope you guys are checking out some of the other stuff I'm putting out, um, like the uh, the leadership lessons uh, re related to the pastoral succession um, and uh, just my personal story. I appreciate all that stuff. So thank you for for checking it out and sharing it. Uh, I hope it's useful to other people as well. So, all right, you guys have a great day. Have a great Thanksgiving. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, from my family to yours, may you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and, uh, and know that the Roland family, we are thankful for you. God bless you today. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember... God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.